On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, Tampa's point streak continues. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 33 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you doing on this lovely Sunday evening? I'm hanging in there, honestly. It's been a long week for me. I've been super busy. Yep. Incredibly tired, running on absolute fumes the last few days. A lot lot of caffeine to keep me going. You know, I could ask you how you're doing, but I already know how you're doing. Yeah, I'm a little bit down. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, baby. They're going. Man, how? I, how? I, this is how. You know, I said they were squeaking into the playoffs. Sure enough, they squeaked in and they ran. They ran oh, table. they squeaked in? Yeah. They didn't just win their division. No, they squeaked in. Oh, my. So, as you know, Sunday night we record. Uh, so, this episode comes out on January 31st. It's currently January 30th. And we just saw... The Bengals beat the Chiefs, and the Rams beat the 49ers. So that sets up, sets up a Cincinnati-LA Super Bowl. I think I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous because the Rams have such a good defensive line, but hey, seeing my Bengals there is astonishing. I never would have thought ever that I would have seen this. I mean, you know, I I, I want to congratulate you. I want to say. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I, I, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> Um, I I can't even imagine what, what this feels like, you know, because like it's weird, I, you know, I I can understand growing up as a, you know, hot, I was a Red Wings fan. I you know I got to see the Red Wings be pretty successful. Now as we transition, you know, into being a Tampa Bay podcast, Tampa Bay's always been my number two team. Um, you know, I've discussed this before. Now that you know, we cover them more, get a, you know, get a lot more feel for the team, a lot more love for the team. They've had a mm-hmm. lot of success as well, and it's great. But you know. Those teams were always expected. Like I was born to the Red Wings, expected to have success. You know, when I really became a deeper hockey fan, Tampa became my second love. They were already building the success, mm-hmm. and when we took over the podcast, they created the podcast. Yeah, when we yeah when, when we took the spot at the network and created the podcast, you know, they went on a streak of two Stanley Cups and have just been completely dominant. And you know, looking at a chance at a legitimate third. So mm-hmm. you know, hockey wise, it's been a lot of fortune. Football, it's been a lot of misfortune as a Lions fan. So yeah, um, I can't imagine what that feels like on the football side. But it's weird. For you. It's really weird. Um, I think really the main reason the Bengals have been able to do it is because they might have the next Tom Brady, and Joe Burrow is absolutely phenomenal. And you can make a comment on that real quick, but we do have to talk about Tom Brady after talking Joe Burrow here. Yeah, Joe Burrow is very good. I saw a tweet that said when Peyton Manning came in, he was expected to win a bunch of rings, and then a guy named Tom Brady came along. And I alluded that to being similar to Patrick Mahomes, you know, coming in, already has a ring, should be expected to win so many more. Can Joe Burrow be that guy? And now the only two quarterbacks that have beaten Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs is Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. Uh, Speaking of Tom Brady, Adam Schefter comes out and says that Tom Brady is retiring from from football and a lot of backlash as Tom Brady's dad, Tom Brady's agent, uh, even 
sources from the team have said that Tom Brady has not made his official decision. Schefter comes back out and says, the problem isn't that I said he's retiring. The problem is the timing of me saying it because apparently Tom wanted to be the one to announce it. So thoughts on the aftermath of Schefter and how he's just getting pooped on and then thoughts as well on the potential of the GOAT retiring from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to we're gonna start with Adam Schefter. He's had a bad run the last like six to eight months. Started the whole Aaron Rodgers, oh, he's for sure not playing. He's only going to come back if he can leave. And like the next day, he says, you know, he's come back to training camp and signs that, that modified contract. Fast forward a couple months, the whole Washington uh, investigation mm-hmm. finds the emails of him emailing the owners saying, hey, check out this um, report that I'm going to release. Let me know what you want me to change and how you want me to say these things. Um, like, like, sir, or boss, whatever. So he's like, he's like directly working for the owners. He's only putting out things they want. He's not, he wasn't doing the true reporting. That's right. the, that's, that was the only example that was found. But who knows if he had been doing this more over the years. We, we have no idea. And then strike three here almost. You know, Adam Schefter gets more than three strikes because of the credibility he's built over the years. But he does have three strikes right now. And this is Tom Brady thing. And been a bit, bit of a train wreck. This is the type of thing that's going to make wanna, make Tom want to come back. Tom's going to be like, I was ready to retire, but you're going to pull this bullshit? No, I'm ready to roll. And he'll just win MVP next year and then win the Super Bowl and then retire. I would be 100% okay with that because ever since this news came out, I have been saying, I wish Tom Brady had the going away parade that Big Ben had. Like, everyone knew Big Ben was retiring. He was celebrated on his last game. And that's what I want with Tom Brady, too. Like, he is the GOAT. He is the best ever. Imagine if Alex Ovechkin breaks Wayne Gretzky's goal-scoring record and then he just puts up a 50-goal season and then just goes you know what, now I'm going to retire. Just like out of the blue. Like he said, oh yeah, I could go for another four or five years at the beginning of the season. He puts up 50 and then he's like, no, nah, I'm going to retire. Like it tough. came so shocking that I want to be able to celebrate how amazing he was and how he truly is the GOAT. So I, I hope that's the case that he takes the Schefter report personally and comes back. But if it is retirement, then that really stinks. I got to say. I agree. Um, we are going to talk more about the aftermath of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if Tom Brady retires, what that team could look like on our other show, the We're Not Professionals podcast. That's mainly a football show. So if you are a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and you want to learn more, make sure to check out our next episode. That'll be coming out on Thursday. So be uh, on the lookout for that. I'll even retweet it on our Bolts broadcast page. So beautiful. Uh, let's now go to a game review and preview hopping into hockey finally. And that's with our Tampa Bay lightning. First up, we got to talk about the game that took place January 27th. This was between the devils and the lightning. This one, a close game. I was a little bit surprised and you bet on Jack Hughes, uh, scoring a goal uh, the night we recorded our Wednesday podcast or yep. our Thursday podcast, uh, he did do that for you, which is nice. But our Tampa Bay also, our Tampa Bay Lightning also took the win. Yeah, and um, Jack Hughes, I'm telling you guys, he's just unbelievable. We pre-recorded a show. You're you're going to hear me, you know, hyping up a little more there too. That you know, here and a week from this release, uh, just unbelievable hockey player. He, he's coming of age, uh, really, really coming into his own. He's still got a lot of years to progress to. He's going to be a truly dominant player in this league, and ends up scoring a goal, but. Uh, another guy I want to bring up on the New Jersey Devils, too, who's not getting much talk, but deserves it as well. Jesper Brat. Yeah. 
Remember when he came out of the scene? He had that crazy, had like eight points through three games, whatever, start, start his career. Mm-hmm. Been playing good, not great, so down a little bit. He's back to pretty much, he's one shy of a point per game right now, and he's playing at a, a pretty damn good pace. He's looking like a stud. So hats off to, you know, the young core of the building in New Jersey. They definitely got to improve because they've had a lot of rough years. But they're they're on the up and up. Regardless, it, it was a it was, you know, solid win. It was it was a tough battle for the Lightning. Sorelli, uh, you know, he helps us out, gets first start of the game with the game-winning goal there. You know, played a hell of a game. This kid's super talented. It, it was just, you know, it, it was it was a good win. It it was a solid hockey game where, you know, it, you, you expect the Tampa Lightning to go in here and just safely win against a team like this. But, you know, you, I, I, I personally, I don't want to see Tampa win every game 7 nothing, 8 nothing. I really don't. Yeah. I want to see competition, and that's what ended up coming out of this game. So it, it was a hard-fought battle. We're 1-1 one one in the season series. February 15th, we'll see who the series winner is. Having that competition really forges a champion. So it's nice to see that. You know, I, I don't remember the saying, but it's not failure. It's just learning, I guess, yeah. is kind of what the, the saying is. That's been really getting a lot of um, talk recently on Twitter. I've been seeing that, like, everywhere. But, yeah, Andre Vasilevsky played phenomenal. Shocker. And like Chase mentioned, we pre-recorded an episode for a release a week from now. So we have a wedding on that Sunday night, as well as the Tampa Bay Lightning don't play any games from Tuesday until Tuesday the 1st to the 10th. So we're not going to be missing any games there. If there's a, a couple news pieces, we'll bring that up on the following Thursday release. But we did pre-record an episode. And... It was a pretty fun episode. We brought on a guest, which is fun. We had a couple drafts. We had some would you rathers. It was really like a game show. So uh, be on the lookout for that one next Monday. Uh, Let's now go into our game last night on Saturday between the Golden Knights and the Tampa Bay Lightning. This one didn't go as well as the past one against New Jersey. But, hey, we still got a point out of it. Absolutely. You know, I've always said, you know, I don't know if I really ever said this on this podcast, but it's, a, it's like a philosophy thought I've always had. Obviously, you want to win, but if you're going to lose, you want to lose cross-conference games in the shootout. You don't want to give up those regulation overtime wins. You, you want to give up a shootout win if you have to. And that's exactly what happened. Cross-conference, shootout loss. You know, the Vegas Golden Knights get the edge. They, they won seven rounds in the shootout. Vegas scored four times. Tampa scored three. You know, we saw goals from Nicholas Waugh, Braden Point, Shea Theodore, Steven Stamkos. Then we saw, um, you know, Ross Colton, William Carlson, and then Mark Stone ended up winning it. So it, it was it was it was a good battle in the shootout. It was, it was entertaining stuff, um, and it was just it was just you know another solid hockey game. Two good teams. The Vegas Golden Knights are you know slowly building up back to kind of what the preseason expectations were. Jack Eichel is going to come and help the team here hopefully in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, it was a good matchup, and uh, I don't remember if that was the first or second of the year. It was the second of the year. So. Uh, series is split one to one. We take three out of four points. Not too bad. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just thinking, with Jack Eichel coming to this Vegas Golden Knights team, could this be a potential Stanley Cup championship like series between these two teams? Could you see that going maybe the distance, a seven game series? Could you even see these teams making it there? I should say. You know, I don't want to say it's impossible. I, I would definitely bet on you know the Tampa Lightning to to have a good shot of being there. And Vegas right now is sitting on top of the Pacific, so. It's far from impossible. It's it'd be a fun one. I, I would like to see this battle in the Stanley Cup. Um, really, the only other team I'd want to see, just based on how good the games would be, would be Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, but a Jack Eichel led Vegas team, yeah, that'd be pretty fun against the Lightning. I feel like that would be an awesome uh, Western Conference Finals. I Colorado agree. versus Vegas. 
Um, so yeah, we are going to now preview our last game for uh, nine days. Nine days. So we've got the San Jose Sharks up against our Tampa Bay Lightning, and that will be on Tuesday, February 1st. We just saw San Jose you know, last week, and it worked out. So what do we expect from this game here? Yeah, I mean, the Sharks have been playing a little better recently. Like, throughout the year, that they've kind of played above expectations, but still nothing too special. I think it should be, you know, a still a safe win for us. Depends how Reimer plays. He's been playing pretty solid, not getting a whole ton of help up front. I I would say that it should be a Tampa win by two to three goals, uh, especially if Vasilevsky gets an odd. You know, Brian Elliott might be due for one here soon. Just just give Vasilevsky some rest so he's not too worn down by playoffs. You don't think that uh, a 7-1 final will happen again, or could you see that potential? I don't want to say it's impossible, but I also don't want to say it's likely. I I, I would say, um, I would say for better on a five to two game. Okay, very nice. So that is it for our games to preview in geez quite a while. So uh, we'll bring up more games to look at as we get closer. But that's going to do it for the first half of the show. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. But on the other side of the commercial break, we got some league news to talk about, including Edmonton signing a new player that really could help. McDavid and Dreisaitl. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. The DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, Play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 and older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-777. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings for sponsoring the show. Uh, if you are going to be betting on Super Bowl 56, make sure to head to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, if I had to give you a suggestion... Now, I'm not a gambler. Chase is, so maybe he can give you a better one. But I'd say put all your money on Cincinnati, baby. The miracle run is going to continue. Don't put all your money in. Don't ever, yeah, put, not all, all don't ever put all your money on anything ever. But No, this is the one. Hammer it. Yeah. Um, I wonder I, what the spread's going to be. You know, I... Is your mic broken? No. Or? Oh. I can't believe this is real. But this is... um So... BR betting on Twitter, they um it's Bleacher Reports like bet like betting how they, they they they'll tweet some you know like obviously spreads and they'll show some screenshots of bets. This guy, girl, whoever it is, don't know, but this person, they parlayed 
exact scores together. Put 20 bucks on it. Bengals 27, Chiefs 24, Rams 20, 49ers 17. That <sighs> happened. How much did they make? The odds were plus 2,895,000. So oh, $20 pays oh. off $579,000. Oh my goodness. Now obviously taxes are going to be quite the quite the B. What the bitch? I, it, it doesn't matter. It, but, uh, it take fifty percent of it. It's two hundred fifty k more than you had when you woke up today. It's true. Wow. See that guy bet on the Bengals, baby. See, Do it. If I was making that kind of bet, I'm only putting fifty cents on that. Like, how would I? How am I going to feel confident about twenty bucks on guessing two exact scores correctly together? Well, maybe that guy's making like. Yeah, he's definitely got more money than than I have to play with. Right. So that guy, girl, whoever, maybe I don't know. Regardless, good for you. Absolutely. All right. Well, Chase. The legend, Henrik Lundqvist, one of my favorite goalies of all, probably my favorite goalie of all time. Not the best. I mean, I'd probably lean the dominator for that one. But my favorite goalie of all time, Henrik Lundqvist, he got his jersey retired. He did. Thank you for mentioning that because I didn't put it down here in the second half. Like I said, yeah, I was going right, to. Right. But yeah, I'm good for leave. Hank. You know, um, it, it, it's definitely like going to be coming. He yeah. has a good chance of being one of, one of those rare goalies that makes the Hall of Fame without a Stanley Cup win. I think he deserves it. I really hope he does, but, you know, congrats to Hank on a great career. You're going to be loved in New York forever. Absolutely legend. Absolute legend. Absolutely legend. That's interesting. It just, I, like, I, I can get behind it. Brings it to the next level. Yeah, he's absolutely legend. Exactly. I, I, I can get behind it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's not talk about Evander Kane. This was a saga over in San Jose for a while that we just didn't really know what was going on, and eventually he gets his release. He now signs in Edmonton. This could be a player that... If he finds some chemistry with the likes of McDavid or Dreisaitl, they might actually find some secondary scoring. That's not these two star players. Yeah, it, it's very possible. Um, it, it's it's interesting. So signs a seven hundred and fifty salary, like six hundred and fifty signing bonus, ends up being a two point one million cap it for the rest of the year. Um, you know, it's not bad. Uh, you know, I, I think you probably could sign him for no bonuses as well. But I guess you know, if he hits the bonuses, then I guess you're in the money. Um, but yeah, if, if as long as you know things work out off the field and he's you know, it, hopefully, the things that he's been accused of aren't true. Uh, it's, it's you know, he hope right. it's make things easier for everybody, and then he can go on and play hockey, then that works out great. But it definitely is some someone that has a real potential to you know find a spark with with those star players. I find it very interesting that the Edmonton Oilers are going after Evander Kane, who has had some issues in the locker room, supposedly, with San Jose, just because it seems like Edmonton's already at a spot where if I'm McDavid or I'm Dreisaitl, I'm leaning towards the exit. I'm like, stuff is not working here. We're doing poorly on the ice. We're getting asked stupid questions in the post-game press conferences. You told you're pissy. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm not happy right now. You take a chance on a guy who is very talented, and like I said, I think two, three weeks ago, I really am curious to know like what absolutely is going on. We know what's going on with Antonio Brown, but Evander Kane, his situation is a little bit more vague. I don't really know what what all is true and what all is not. So um, to go after a player with kind of a, um, I don't want to say shady, but you know, some some potential locker room issues that could just blow up the Edmonton Oilers, I think. Yeah. Um, 
It, for sure, for sure. I, 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 I Great gonna, analysis. I was going to try to comment on it, but like I really don't know what to say because I, I could agree. Let's go to the all-star game replacements. Uh, we've got three of them here. Yeah, so we got Roman Yossi, Evgeny Kuznetsov. They're going to replace Anthony McKinnon and Adam Fox, respectively, for their division. Um, you know, just you know, my injuries for these guys can't, can't go play, so these two you know get the nod. Probably deserving players as well, so not bad. And then Brady Kachuk, he's going to take Drake Batherson's spot. Drake Batherson, no, I don't know if we talked about it on the show. We had to have, right? Mm, I think we did. Well, regardless, Arendelle, you know, lays a dirty shot on Drake Batherson, hit, uh, hitting an unsuspecting player, and he has an ankle injury. Now he's going to be out for a long duration of time. So that's that's terrible, unfortunate. Um, so Drake Batherson's out, but Brady Chuck gets to get in, so that's good for him. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um What's up with McKinnon and Adam Fox? Why aren't they? I don't know. Exa- I don't exactly why. I would assume it's injury. I haven't really. I didn't really see the reason why though. But I would just assume it's injury. Okay. Because if you choose not to go, you get a one game suspension. So I would assume it's not the case. So dumb. It is. I hate it. So dumb. All right. Uh, let's not talk about the coach of Team Canada. It was formerly Claude Julian, no longer. Yeah. So now Jeremy Carlton, former Blackhawks coach, can take a spot. Claude Julian sustained. Fractured ribs at uh, like a team like bonding like training camp experience thing in Switzerland. Slipped him on the ice, fractured his ribs, and doctors told him it's too long to fight to China with these ribs. It's 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 a health risk for you. You can't do it. So that's a bad balance. You know that's unfortunate for Claude Julian. I'd love to see him go into coach Team Canada, but said Jeremy Carlton's gonna get the nod, which you know whatever, good for him. Uh, you know he's still a young guy with a lot of coaching ahead of him. He gets to have this pretty cool experience. Gosh, what a nightmare though. Like I've had a couple of injuries. But to have a possibility of coaching Team Canada in the Olympics and just not being able to because you get injured, uh, right? That'd be an absolute nightmare. You've never been injured, right? You've never had like uh, broken bones or anything like that. I had like fractured ribs that I played through, and okay. um, they they were like very minor. Those wasn't anything like bad. Mm. And then um, like one concussion, micro. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. No broken arms. N- not none of that. Knock on wood. Just, no. just just my other health concerns. Yeah. No sliced Achilles. No, none of that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna go to hockey name of the day now. And hey, I gotta say, next Monday's episode is terrific for hockey name of the day because I don't do hockey name of the day next week. Rather, our special guest does, and I can confidently say it was butchered. Oh yeah. Big time. But it went well for us. It was great. It was, it was super entertaining. I was all for it. All right. This one, we've got Skogan Schrott. Yeah. Our boy Skogan, he uh, is only 16 years old, playing down in Florida, playing for uh, Florida Alliance 16U team. Also got two games in the USHL here with Youngstown Phantoms. Pretty good hockey player. So, you know, 15th round pick in Youngstown, 9th round pick in the OHL. This guy's got some options to take. Um, there you go. Options to consider. I'm mean, going to guess, you know, right now he's looking like he wants to go the U.S. route. So, you know, maybe he finds a way in the USHL next year. Maybe we see him on some NHL draft lists down the road. Not impossible. But just keep an eye out for, for Skogan. I love the name. And this is definitely a name that could fit yeah. in with all of the other players on the United States development team right now. Like, yeah. Some great names there. Skogan could definitely fit in there. Seamus Casey was a, was a fellow Florida Lions kid. Here we two, go. Two great names. That'd be awesome. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. Chase, if you would, hit him with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us on Patreon Sports over there, we'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While we're at it, follow WMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. Get all the content you need on Twitter between those three accounts right there. 
Make sure you go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com, find all the podcasts network right there. Boom, click the logo. That's an easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever listening, you can rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. Whatever you do, do not forget to use code THPN when you sign for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.